here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. It's so nice to have me back where I belong. Yeah, I feel like I belong back hanging with you guys. Thanks for supporting the Dharmic Evolution, all my friends out there, all my buddies in Ghana, India, um, who are on the Ghana platform, uh, streaming and downloading the shows. Thank you so much. And to all of our um, collective audiences everywhere, even in Nepal and um, Iceland. Yes. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Um, if you have not yet gone over to the dharmicevolution.com website, please do that. And you can put down, uh, put down your mouse on your favorite platform, whatever that be. And uh, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or there's so many others, um, you can just sign up. And this way, the show comes to your phone every Friday morning. I also want to mention that we have two very special Spotify playlists available to uh, you folks um, who listen to the show and also any of you past Dharmic alumni, stars who have been on this show in the past. Uh, this was dedicated to you. So these are the first two of many playlists to come. We've kept them short, only 30 songs per playlist. And uh, I've named them after the constellations. The first one is called Aquila after the star constellations. The second one we just put up and made public is called Orion. Are you on this playlist? Check it out. We will put in the links um, in the show notes. At the end here, you guys can just grab them and click on and see if your music is on there. And uh, otherwise, just go to Spotify and uh, look for Dharmic Evolution. And uh, you can see the, fe- uh, the featured playlists on there. Very exciting. And I love listening to them because it takes me down memory lane. Speaking of which, we're going back to Canada today. And we're going to visit with this um, young Spitfire lady who I just so enjoy her and her music. And she fronts a band that I'm really fond of. And we're going to welcome back from Canada Anne Burstyn who is the star performer of Dream Aria. You better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today on the Dharmic Evolution. Welcome, and back to the Dharmic Evolution. It's great to see you. Yay, thank you. <laughs> great to see you too. Um, I'm s- yeah, I'm so impressed with um, the new record and your sound has progressed and that only makes sense because you're the best Canadian progressive rock band that I know out there and you guys are just like you're crushing it I mean it's it's like you guys were really good when I you know we had our first go around I think it was back in 2016 or something and now you guys are really great I mean just I I can see the the growth and the development how you took which was already really good and made it like awesome um, the playing, your vocals, just everything has like jumped way up. And I, I just really commend you for um, the tenacity and the perseverance, you know, and to keep going. And uh, it's just great to witness. It really is. Wow. That, that, wow. I'm blushing. <laughs> for On behalf of the whole band, I'm blushing. No, thank you so much. Uh, we've definitely found our niche and found our sound. I mean, we had a sound, yeah. sort of, as you mentioned but uh, we 
really dug in and sort of fine-tuned, but yet still we're not limiting ourselves. We're still evolving, uh, and our motto will always be no rules, no boundaries, so we are still uh, following that. <laughs> so you can probably hear that in some of the tracks. A, a good example would be the uh, Lingua Cosmica. Okay. Uh, and and it's, it's out there. <laughs> it's trippy. <laughs> it really is. I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down because... Yeah, check it out. It's uh, it's mostly an instrumental. Okay. And uh, it's the spacey one, you know, about uh, communication with aliens, and and it's, we've got some violin in there. Our guitarist Andrew is a phenomenal violinist. He's a great singer. He's actually singing on the album this time. Wow. And his violin playing on S, uh, sorry, on Lingua is just phenomenal. But I mean, he's great on all the tracks, of course, but. Yeah, check that one out. It's a wild, it's a ride. <laughs> I will for sure. Tell me how, um, just for the benefit of people who don't know about you guys, um, how you guys all came together and you all seem to be, you know, relatively in the same age range. And I'm assuming you all um, proximity wise lived um, reasonably close to one another because it's unusual to have, you know, to see like, I'm just like the sounds even like your creativity has no bounds. It's like the keyboard sounds, the guitar sounds, the drums. I mean, I'm hearing like the best of Genesis, Pink Floyd, yes, Emerson, Lake and Palmer and Rush all thrown together into one, you know, eclectic elixir. And it's like, it's beautiful to hear this, you know, because I'm just such a fan of this music and more people need to hear it and appreciate it, I think. So uh, I'm delighted that we have the chance to share some of this. Um, so back to where you guys, like how you got connected. Um, how did it all start? Well, I just want to thank you again for those amazing compliments because we do hear some of that in our music as well. Emerson, Lake and Palmer, a little bit of Rush, and uh, well, a bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Genesis, some, maybe even some Enigma, maybe some Enya, maybe some Yanni, Tangerine Dream. But we're not trying to do, to do that. It's no, just, you can, that's yeah. so obvious, really. Yeah, so thank you so much for that because, yeah, those, those are some fantastic bands, of course. So any comparison to them at all is uh, quite a compliment. Thank you so much. But, uh, yeah, when we first came together was around 2004. And you know what, it doesn't really seem that long ago because it's been so much fun, so rewarding, so magical. These guys are amazing writers, they're great people, and they're just so easy to work with. I just can't imagine, as much as there's so many other great artists and musicians out there, I just can't imagine working with anybody else. Uh, it just wouldn't feel right <laughs> because it's just so easy for me to come in there when they've written the sort of their base of the music and just add on my lyrics and vocals. So I just, I could do it forever. But anyway, yeah, going back to 2004, I was on the internet as a singer for hire. I was sort of in between bands, just sort of experimenting with cover bands, that kind of thing. And Don, actually Don Stagg, our composer, keyboardist, sometimes lyricist, he found me on the uh, website uh, kickintheheadcom I believe it was called and he just emailed me saying they've got something new fresh exciting and I thought okay well I've heard that before you know every band says oh we're new <laughs> our music is really new and he sent me some mp3s and I was pretty taken aback because it really was 
new. I hadn't heard anything like it before. So they had me audition basically, and the rest is her story, history, her story. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and we've just been having a blast ever since. And, you know, we've gone through a number of different guitars because we've had such amazing guitars. They've sort of branched out, which is great. They've been successful outside of uh, Dream Aria, and I've, you know, more power to them. But now we've had Andrew Brzezowski, or Andy Zausk, as he's otherwise known as. Uh, he came on board a number of years ago, and again, uh, violin, vocals, guitar, extraordinaire. And, you know, it's Gary Flint, who's always been our engineer, co-composer, uh, co main composer with Don, um, drums, and various other instruments <laughs> toils with. So he's uh, been there from day one, too. So, you know, I just... I just see us now with what we have as Dreamari, and I can't imagine making any more changes. No more guitars, no bass players. We actually don't even have a bass player. That's our Gary, our drummer, does the bass parts, or he'll have someone come in, such as his brother or you know a friend come in and just be the hired gun, I guess. <laughs> so I have to add the doors to my opening list. <laughs> so that's okay, fair enough. <laughs> but um, but you know, it just it really came together so easily once Don found me online and once we got Andrew and we we're just steadfast and I just hope we can keep going for another well, till I'm ninety nine, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. we all are sort of the same age group. Um, I'm not gonna mention my age. No, okay, that you know, be impolite. You know, you know, I'm gonna say it because I'm proud of it. Because I was born the best year. I'm sorry, I was born 1970, and I'm proud to say that. So there you go. Awesome. <laughs> 1970 <laughs> was a good year. Let me tell you, I grew up in the 70s, and I feel really lucky because we had the best music. It's the best true. Food. Yeah. <laughs> we safe. We could walk the, down the street and not worry. You know. Yeah. But. Uh, Andrew is a little bit younger than us, and Gary and Don are a little bit older than me, so we're kind of well-rounded, you know. <laughs> it sounds like the um, the perfect combination, just the way you describe, you know, how everybody has like their own like area that they're so good at, and nobody feels like they need to like not that it should be competition, but like to be in somebody else's space. It's like, oh yeah, that's. Your department and not not to the extent that you can't collaborate in those areas i mean i'm sure people have ideas all the time hey how about something a little different here and there but it's really great that you all like have your own expertise in in each you know like you for to, to walk in to that you know delightful sonic landscape and say i'm just plugging in man and i'm just gonna like it's like i got a free pass to disney today i just sit here with my notebook or whatever you do you know and come up with you know something that enhances everything that they've done on the front end it's just it, it must be such a trip it must be so um exciting to do that and see it all come together it yeah, yes absolutely and i love the way you said you know, trip to disneyland because that's how it is for me Every day that's a studio day is the best day. For me, it's it's heaven, and I don't like being away from the studio. In fact, I find it difficult. And with COVID, uh, of course, it's made it much more difficult. But we managed. We were very careful in finishing up our fifth CD, our new CD. But definitely, uh, that's where the magic is. I'm not so much into you know performing and the business end of it, but 
it definitely is my heaven Disneyland in the studio when I'm with these guys. Especially when they're playing me something brand new that I've never heard. It, it, I always end up with goosebumps and sometimes I get, even get emotional. Sometimes I'll even well up and, you know, many times their music just really moves me. So they must be doing something right because I'm, I'm very picky. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, that, but, sh that uh, shows you're in the right space. You know, the fact that you get so emotional and you're a musician and, you know, it, it just tells you, I mean, that's the great barometer right there. It's like if you're not affected emotionally, then it's, kind of, it's not going to be... It's not going to be exciting for anyone else either, you know. That's true. Yeah, so, you're right. And, yeah. and it's a lot harder to, you know, write lyrics or vocal melodies if it's not something you really feel, that you really mean, that really comes from here. So it's not contrived. So that's one thing I would say about our music too, is it's never contrived. It's never, you know, cut and paste. There's no, we don't use, you know, auto-tune or uh, extra pro tools and all this kind of stuff. So it's very much in the moment and very, I would just say authentic or genuine in that sense. And that's, I hope that comes across. Yes. It <laughs> certainly does. The, the energy level is, um, is really something. I mean, that's the part that, um, that just grabbed me when I put on, you know, your new track. And, and speaking of, why don't we give everybody a taste and play? Here's Out of the Void. <laughs> Yeah. 
out of the void, absolutely amazing. Um, it's you've got like the birth of creation happening there. You know? Yeah. It's like <laughs> for you folks who. Um, you know, these are available on YouTube and I have the links which we'll put in the show notes, but you guys got to check out this video. It's really, um, it's really something. It's the genesis of creation, it looks like to me. And it's just heavy and great playing. Like it's sort of a heavy song, but it's like, it's the birth of creation. It's got to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is another song that I call another trip, another ride and a journey. And it's actually about, uh, and you've got that right, it's uh, about you know, the birth of, well, I guess the Big Bang, but it's also everything that's occurred since over time. And, and then it's going into sort of the end times of the universe, not the Earth, but the actual universe, because they do think that there could be a point where the universe does become so spread out and sparse, and there's less and less light, less and less anything right and what does that look like i mean that's you know quintillion years away <laughs> yeah they say it's been expanding for quite some time and that is an interesting concept is like you know what does happen when it gets stretched so far that it's like yeah. you know mm -hmm. what happens so we, to so, us well yeah, we won't so be here i reference uh, one of my lyrics the icy grave because it's it becomes extra cold and dark and it's just like a, a graveyard of sort of nothingness but at the end of the day, even at the so-called end of the universe, there's still something there. So, and what would that be, right? So that's what the song was about, basically. So even though there's an end, there really is never an end. Yeah. Yeah. Before I forget, how is your little girl? Oh, she's uh, very well, thank you. She is now a teenager. I had a feeling. Was yeah. she 14? Uh, 13, 13? Uh, last November, and I'm trying to still wrap my head around that one. <laughs> she's an artist, a singer, she's written lyrics, poems, she's a, an amazing artist, a craftsman, craftswoman, I should say, very good on keyboards, very good at saxophone, anything she tries her hand at, she's extremely creative, so, wow. yeah, thank you for asking, yeah, she's, she, <laughs> smart little thing too. Yeah, what's her name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. How could I forget that? And yeah, she, she, I remember you talking about her and I said to you in the last interview that, you know, she's walking in your footsteps and boy, has she ever taken up the, uh, the challenge. That's, uh, that must be amazing to have that, to watch that, you know, to watch her blossom like that and keep, oh, yeah. and keep, you know, picking up new things and creating. It's just a, Definitely. And yeah. I always encourage it. I will never discourage it, but I don't push it on her either. I mean, I've, mentioned her if you you know if she wants vocal lessons I can give her some tips or I can get her another teacher and she just teaches herself which is what I did yeah. I was self-taught until my later years when I wanted to get a coach just to make sure I was singing you know correctly and all that right but, uh, she's self-taught with everything she does and I just she just takes the initiative and she just blows my mind yeah so, uh, how definitely. did um I just want to circle back to you and the band and your family and everything. How have you guys done up there in Mississauga? Did I say it right? Mississauga. Uh, Mississauga. I'm in Mississauga, yes. And oh, and uh, yeah, I forgot to mention the logistics of the band. And that's been a little bit tricky at times because we're not, none of us are in the same city. But, you know, Toronto is known as the GTA, so it's the surrounding areas. Yeah. So the guys are. I'm in Mississauga, and they're sort of in the surrounding areas, near, not too far from me. Yeah. But it can be a little bit tricky to get together at times, and now especially with 
the whole COVID situation. So when you're creating, can you, are you set up to work all independently? Um, or do you need to go to a studio or do you guys have, you know, do you need to get together? I know sometimes you just have to get together, but can you do some of the work, um, remotely? Uh, well, you know, Gary, we do all of our recording at Gary's place. Okay. <clears throat> He's our engineer and uh, producer and composer. So we go to where he is. It's a condo. But um, we tried, I mean, aside from that remotely, he doesn't have internet. <laughs> oh, really? So, no, he doesn't have a email or a cell phone or anything like that. He's very old school, and that's why I say we don't have Pro Tools. We don't have computers. He doesn't, he just doesn't do that. Yeah, he goes directly to a hard drive, right? He goes, yeah, I think dat tape, I believe. Dat oh, okay, tape. yeah, digital yeah. audio tape, yeah. Yeah, so so he does that, and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it is, it is. You guys are like the most low-tech band I ever heard of, but <laughs> yeah. you don't sound it like, like that no, at no. all, you know? We, we somehow make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. It just shows that, you know, you don't need a whole lot. You don't need to overdo it with um, oh, the tech, no. you know? It's really about playing. You yeah, know, good old like school, that. you know, playing. Yeah, definitely. But I will say uh, Andrew tried a sort of a remote situation where he recorded some stems. Right. And we brought that in. And it was a little bit tricky because we hadn't worked that way before. But I think had we done more of that. But we want to be together. The real magic is actually being together. Yeah. Right. So we'll just, we're going to have to wait. Until There's something about that energy when you're in the room physically. Um, it, it's like that emotional presence that um, people sometimes don't even need to talk. It's just like the music is speaking for itself and people just know where to go, like, you know, That's without right. saying yeah. anything. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you um, another part of that question was, Health-wise, how have you guys done in general? Like, is, is your family all cool in the band? Like, has anybody gotten sick, or have you guys been able to to uh, dodge the bullet so far? Well, as far as COVID, knock yeah. on wood, uh, none of us have had that, thank yeah. goodness. So we're trying to be extra careful, and again, that's why we're not getting together. But we don't really need to get together right now anyway, because we're promoting. We're not really writing and recording at the moment, of course. But, um, you know, there's been some health issues anyway, but <laughs> not to be a downer, but, you know, we're all getting a little older. I mean, we're, we're okay. We're doing okay. But, you know, there's going to be the things like, you know, I need new glasses. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's the, the little things, but, uh, you know, music makes it all better. How's it really that? does. There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's some kind of um, almost an unfair advantage to us musicians. I think it's the... You know, it's the music itself, it's the spirituality, it's the emotion that carries you, you know, that gives you a little bit of extra. And I was so happy, you know, as you know, I just came through this and I had it pretty bad, but, um, you know, I sailed through, my lungs were fine through the whole thing. Um, but I wouldn't, I hope no one gets this because it's, it's pretty miserable. Um, I wanted to ask you also about, like, you have a whole 
list of things that you do outside of music. And, you know, you were talking about your daughter earlier, and it was almost like uh, you guys could have the same resumes almost, you know, it's like... <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're a teacher, you're, you do all these kinds of things um, in addition to um, being the force behind the microphone with um, Dream Aria. So let, let's, I just want to ask about a couple of things like... Um, you know, you're a teacher, you've got the photography thing going now, by the way, that's really beautiful. I was on your page uh, earlier on the um, the, the uh, painting that you're doing, and that's really, really great. So how do you manage to structure your day, Anne, or your week? Yeah, well, <laughs> I've often said that I need some assistance, like I need to hire some people because the photography became an obsession about... Hmm, like seven years ago, I think. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't actually, I wasn't feeling well, and I just was getting out a little bit more outside just to get some air. And I was taking pictures with my cell phone, and of course, the cell phone wasn't really doing anything any justice. So I was um, given some advice on some good cameras, and I got this amazing camera, and it literally opened up a whole new universe to me because this camera had a 50 times zoom so I could see the craters of the moon I could see sunspots on the sun through my camera lens wow. not really mind-blowing I could now see the eyes of birds whereas before they're usually just a flash of color way up high in the sky so I became quite obsessed with um, everything outside no nothing to do with humans <laughs> just right. nature and the skies and I saw all this incredible weather phenomena that I'd never even heard of before so this has been a really amazing journey and being outside in nature and doing the photography and seeing all this beauty that I really didn't know existed um, I mean I knew it was there just not to the extent that I've now seen has been very healing for me and it helped take away a lot of my physical pain emotional pain mental stress it's a good de-stress and then I've actually started to learn because it's an endless learning. Uh, it can be quite technical <laughs> and quite expensive. <laughs> yes. So I've, I'm on this journey, which is a, it's going to be a never-ending journey because it's another never-ending learning. And there are not enough hours in the day to even go through the photos that I'm taking because you can go out for half an hour and literally take a thousand shots and then come back and then you have to upload, you know, go through the ones that you want to keep and then delete others and then edit them and then file. So it's, um, yeah, it's it's something that you have to make time for a month, you know, amidst all the other stuff, helping my daughter with homework, you know, stuff for the band. And now I'm a column writer for a magazine, so I've done a number of articles and uh, full features. I've got another one due today, <laughs> a full magazine feature. And then, uh, and you yeah, made the time for the Dharmic Evolution. In, yeah. amongst all this <laughs> yeah so, so yeah you you are uh, you're correct in that I have to juggle a lot of things so I just uh, there are some deadlines for certain things so of course I have to have some time management skills but a lot of time I'm just going by my mo my mood and uh, what I can put aside for a little while and <laughs> so it is some juggling but uh, it's it's all good it's all worth it you, you definitely need a, a, a personal assistant or something to, to help you with all this. This is, this is great. Um, I do remember, 
you talking about you were having some health challenges last time we we had an interview together so isn't it um isn't it amazing how um another level or another like artery of creativity almost like heals something else that's going on with you you know like so when you talk about the photography it's like wow that had uh, a really you know just uh, such a positive effect on all that you were dealing with you know and probably being outside too like you said the yeah. nature you know definitely uh, the fresh air alone i mean anyone can do this if they're feeling low um, or just you know cluttered in their head just go outside just for five minutes yeah it's so healing just the fresh air there's a certain vibe you know so I just um, I'm just finishing up a, a book on depression and that's one of my chapters in this I'm actually going to release it in the next couple of weeks is about you know just nature and being you know we're not meant to be houseplants you know we were bo we're born to be outside and embrace the sun and the wind and the fresh air and all those things and pe I think people just forget that and they, they end up building their lives around malls and being in always in you know when we should really be doing the opposite so um Definitely. a lot of people are actually so addicted to their cell phone they're looking down they're not looking up and around at all the amazing things that, <laughs> that are going on outside so that's a big problem now, yeah and now with the lockdown everyone's probably even more addicted to netflix and their computer and their phone because that's really all a lot of people feel like they're able to do yeah, I had um, I had a really wicked session last week, I think it was, and I was in like all day, and I was on computer screens one after another, and my glasses were kind of broken, so I, they weren't sitting, so my vision was like off a little bit. I ended up with vertigo by the afternoon. By the afternoon, I'm walking around like a stumbling drunk, and I'm going, I can't even see. It's like. And that's kind of like get away from the computers, you know. That's really what's what's going on. Hey, I want to play um, this one. Is really I want to. We'll talk about this after uh, we play this one. But this one is called the Professor.
and congratulations on that written dedicated to Neil Peart. That was really, because when I first saw the title, I said, hmm, who's the professor? And, uh, you know, after digging in, and I know you're, you and I'm sure your bandmates um, um, are all, you know, fans of the band Rush and Neil's contribution to music in general. Uh, being unusual for a drummer to be, you know, the head lyricist and to be such a driving force uh, amongst such a talented um, group. So how did we get the concept together for um, this video and song? How did this all come together? Well, actually, uh, I think it was last spring or last summer where we were, you know, in the midst of recording a bunch of other songs and Gary, our drummer and producer and composer, <laughs> he said, hey, I've got uh, this new track I've been playing around with. He said, see if you like it. And he played it for us and within about five seconds I said, Gary, this sounds like Rush. <laughs> and he said, it does? I said, of course it does. It yeah. sounds like a rap song, right? And uh, I said, that's a compliment. And he said, yeah, are you cool? And I let it, you know, ride. I listened to the rest of it, and I just couldn't shake it. I just kept thinking, this sounds like a Rush song, but mixed with Emerson, like Palmer, a little bit April Wine, um, and Dreamaria. Yes. <laughs> so, so um, I asked Gary. I said, "Well, what is your concept for the song?" And he said, "Oh, I don't have one." He says, "You know, whatever you, whatever you think." And I said, "So you're okay with me writing lyrics about, you know, whatever?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, okay. I said, uh, I'll think about it. So the guys went on a break out to the balcony, and I was sitting there by myself. And I just couldn't shake this feeling of rush. I'm starting I'm feeling emotional now just talking about it because it's like uh, it's yesterday. Um, and I just kept thinking, I think this song is meant to be uh, a tribute to Neil. I just couldn't shake that feeling. And uh, I thought, well, I'll try to think of something else, but. I, I couldn't. Uh, my, my, I was blocked. At that point, I, I had this tunnel vision that this, this has to be dedicated to Neil. Yeah. So I went out to the balcony, and I, I spoke with the guys about it, and they weren't too sure at first. They said, um, well, you know, let's leave his name out of it. And I said, yeah, I, I, I want to keep it a little bit abstract because, really, he, Neil Peart, was not about the adulation. He actually was very shy with fans and very humble and modest yeah. with the whole fame situation. He wasn't crazy about it. Yeah. And he avoided it <laughs> pretty much at all costs. In fact, you know, he didn't do any of the meet and greets after shows and he would take off so fast to just go on his motorcycle and just take off and ride to the next city. Li library. <laughs> he ride to the next library. <laughs> yeah, well that too, yes. He was an avid reader. Yes. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, so we wanted to keep it a little abstract and make sure that we understood his modesty too. So within the lyrics, I kept it sort of abstract. And in the video, the same thing. We never show his face. And, you know, they obviously they, they were in agreement with me that they were okay with me writing the lyrics around that. And it just came to be, and uh, it turned out, I think, better than I expected. But we weren't intending on doing a video either. We just, after a while, started discussing it. And I said, hey, well, yeah, I can probably put something together. <laughs> and uh, we had some stock footage that we were looking at. And we didn't even have a, a video program to, to do it with. I'm talking about my partner here. And we decided, well, let's just buy the program. Let's 
look at some more footage and let's record um, Andrew and myself and get in there and it came to be. And it turned out a lot better than I expected considering we'd never done anything like that before. I mean, our last professional video we did was Fallen Angel and we hired someone and he spent many, many hours uh, with us working on that. But this was solely just within the band. We did everything. So, yeah, I'm very happy with how it turned out. And I hope I hope you would like it. <laughs> it was awesome. And, and great vocals, by the way. Um, oh, really, the, you, you're just, you're so in command in your vocal performance on this one. And, you know, it's like you really believe in this song. Like it's it's so blatantly obvious, but but everything like the vocals, the guitar playing, the synth sounds. Um, hats off to um, Gary with the synth synth sounds. Um, just really unusual and creative, and they all sound different. Like I haven't heard those kind of sounds, or or I shouldn't say that kind. That I haven't heard those specific sounds. You know. Because it just reminds me of um, all the bands we talked about early, all the great progressive bands that always had something kind of, kind of unique and new cooking all the time, you know. Which was which I I hear in this song, which is great. So um, yeah, good luck, good luck with this whole thing. So what are you doing for fun, and um, and nobody's having any fun, so it's a silly question. But like I know you love to be outside with your camera. Um, any other uh, type of hobbies or things that you can squeeze into your life that you like to do outside of all the other uh, things that, you know, that you're currently working on as far as work? Well, you know, I'm always having fun. <laughs> in fact, with this whole COVID situation, I've been more busy than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that's, I think, part of being an Aries. I'm never bored. I've always, my head is always... And my mind's always going, what can I do? Uh, or actually not even what can I do? It's just there's so many things that I want to do. And yeah. there's not enough hours in the day. In the day, So the photography definitely keeps me busy. My um, artwork keeps me busy. My daughter. <laughs> I have two dogs. They keep me busy. But you know, also the writing now for the doing the columns, that uh, definitely has been a lot of work, but a labor of love. And cooking more. Because no one's really, you're not eating out anymore, right? Yeah. So we've done uh, creative cooking, so that's been kind of fun. And I really want to get more into astrophotography. And the limitation with that is money. <laughs> what is, what is so, astrophotography? What, what is that? Yes, I'm very happy to tell you about that. It is basically photographing deep space objects like the galaxies, the nebula, I have captured um, a, a comet, Neowise, that we had last summer and fall, which was So can I ask you a question to stop you there? Are you going to be able to do this from Earth, or do you have to call SpaceX and get a <laughs> ride up there? Because you were right, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, well, it's, there are some components of gear <laughs> that I will need, <laughs> and this is what's holding me back. It's, I mean, easy, you could spend $10,000 on a basic setup to yeah. do astrophotography. So I'm trying to acquire certain <laughs> gear <laughs> here and there, but you know, it's it's not impossible even with less money. So right. I'm I have a, a friend who is sort of my mentor. So she's been an amazing help and guide in that sense. So that is my big dream is to capture 
what's called the um, Whirlpool Galaxy. It is stunning. It is beautiful. It's, of course, a whirlpool shaped with a little tail, and it's got purple and red and white, and uh, it's just spectacular. And just knowing it's up there, just hanging around. Is this um, is this a new discovery? Because I've never heard of the Whirlpool Galaxy, like in relationship to the Milky Way. Like, how far out is it from us? Like, I mean, is it they just found out about this, or it's been it's been known for a while? I think it, you know what that's a good question. I don't know how long it's been known about, but um, it's not so far that it would not be known, right? Yeah. And it's. I mean, I'm assuming it's been there for a very long time, but. You know, I, I that's a good question. I should look that up. <clears throat> well, but especially with people, the telescopes that we now have, like with Hubble yeah. and stuff, they can see pretty much everything. I know it's it's it really blows my mind. It it really does. What's out there? So that that's my next goal. That's my bucket list. Yeah, so that's that's really amazing. That. I mean, you keep you keep your fingers into everything creative. You know, which is which is so cool. And uh, I like the fact that um, the way you're combining your um, your artistry of imagery with your music too, like on your Facebook page, I was looking at it earlier today. Uh, really, really great, folks. Take a look at that. The link's in the show notes. Uh, check out Anne on that page. And um, really awesome. Yeah. So um, we're getting near the end here. I want to just, um, I'm going to, as I said, put everything uh, about where to get your music and everything in the show notes, but anything you would like to um, finish off with and on behalf of the band, on behalf of Aaliyah, anything you want to say to the, um, to the following out there around the world in 71 countries that are now Dream Aria fans, if they haven't been before, and... Uh, just as a uh, as a send off, anything you would like to say? You know, I think my main thing lately is people are quite depressed and isolated, lonely, sad. And when I speak with personal friends about this, I urge them to try something new to get out of their that feeling of isolation. And that's that's what I did, of course, with the photography, just as an example. And I would really urge people to try things they've never tried before. Even if it's just picking up a couple of crayons, something colorful. Color is very healing. Music is healing. Animals are healing. Certain smells and scents are healing. Just to try anything, delve into. It could be aromatherapy. It could be, like I said, color therapy, music therapy, any of these things. Just to get out of that head space and that isolated feeling. Try something new and artistic. You know, I hear people saying, Sometimes I don't have an artistic bone in my body, but I don't believe in that. I think everybody yeah. has something within them that they just haven't discovered yet. So that's my advice for this whole feeling of down, you know, that so many people are dealing with right now. And well, other than that, you know, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I say that that's really wise advice because sometimes it just, they haven't hit the right trigger yet. Yeah, and by yeah. what you just stated there, that could that could definitely catapult somebody into the environment they need to be in, which is, oh, I never considered doing a, X, you know? You just, you just don't know until you actually try. And it could be even just reading a new book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's Netflix, but, you know, been there, done that. Everyone's doing that. But honestly, yeah. everyone has something in them, I think, that 
they can tap into. And then they can it might develop into this gift they never knew and that they can share with others. I mean, how great would that be? Yeah. So that that's my advice for the day, I guess. <laughs> awesome. And final question is Sorry. where is the best place for us to connect with Dream Aria? Um, to support you guys, purchase your music. Do you have one favorite spot? Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Is it like, uh, can you give us a specific place for people to reach out to you guys? Sure. I mean, we're kind of virtually everywhere, right? Facebook, uh, Reverb Nation, Spotify, YouTube. I would say the best spot, though, to get us would be Facebook just because Don and I are both on there every day checking messages and whatnot so if people need to reach out whether they you know if they can't find something of ours whether it's an old CD or a new CD or a video they can email us and uh, we'll get back to them right away but uh, YouTube is fun uh, you can find us on YouTube because now we've got these new videos on there as you know so. yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah and I think um, Apple Music we might have something on there as well at this point iTunes but yeah, literally, we can just be Googled and you can find us. Okay, we'll do the ubiquitous and wonderful <laughs> Dream Aria. Um, what can I say, Anne? It's a pleasure once again. Give my best please to Don, Gary, and Andrew, and, um, and your little sweetheart, uh, Aaliyah, yeah. and your two dogs. And yeah. <laughs> I just want to wish uh, all of God's blessing and protection on you, your family, and your music. And uh, thank you so much once again for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. Oh, well, thank you so much as well, James. I'm so glad you're feeling better, and I hope your fiancé is as well. Thank and you. Blessings to you as well, and hopefully we'll uh, chat again soon. We will for sure. Thanks, Anne. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed that. The very, very talented and vivacious and bursting from Dream Aria. Follow them on all the socials and all the links here. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, I'll see you from the stage, but let's not forget to all remain connected. I was connected. Everybody knew my name